You're listening to a conversation recorded during the FETC 2019 conference in Orlando, Florida. Enjoy the program. Hey, welcome back. We're at FETC. We're the Edutech guys, and we're really excited to be here, and we're really excited to have these next folks in our seat in front of us, and they're going to tell us who they are and where they're from and all that kind of good stuff. So let's take it away. Hi, I'm Roxanne DeForge, and I'm here with my co-founder. My name is Nikki Kapoor, and I am her co-founder. <laughs> <laughs> and we're an uh, EdTech consulting and learning design firm located in Montreal, Canada. Awesome. So we awesome. came a super long way to be here. I was going to say, today. it's like, like 17 flights and a boat ride, isn't it? No, I'm just... It's actually 18 flights. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it took forever, so, right? Yeah. So you've both co-founded something, but you haven't told us what it was. Yeah, so it's an EdTech consulting and yeah. learning design firm. Okay, so right. basically but we work with EdTech companies yeah. and we help them improve their products to make them more uh, teacher-focused, student-focused, and basically all-around oriented for schools. So our background is both in education and in business. So That's we cool. combine our expertise yeah. to, uh, to help EdTech companies just achieve their impacts. That's awesome. Yeah. So what brings you to FETC? You guys have a booth or you uh, We're giving a workshop. Ah. Uh, so on Wednesday, yep. uh, it's called Brand It and it is IT. So mm -hmm. Brand IT, so basically three strategies for uh, branding your IT initiative. Uh, so it's on the, um, the IT director track. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, yeah, so we'll be giving that 40-minute session on Wednesday. On Wednesday. I know, you know, 40 minutes is like you got to get in and just go, 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 go. Yeah, you really can't workshop it. No, you can't workshop it. No, no yeah, we, we have two on Wednesday also that we do, and it's one's on security of uh, Internet of Things. Yeah, 40 minutes, right? You know, that kind of thing. But, you know, it is good to get it out there. But I'm guessing you guys have lots of stuff. So you have a website? Do you have a, a yeah. place where people can download your stuff? Oh, you can't really download it, but you can visit us at www.pureandapplied.group, not .com, .group. Okay, cool. 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 So tell us, how did this and that, come and up? And I apologize. That's where I was going before. Was, uh, we, didn't, we didn't get the name of yeah. your oh, company. I'm so Sorry. Sorry. I know. I, I danced point. around it. I was being, <laughs> I was trying to be subtle and cute, and it didn't you work. You waltz or you? I did. I, I, I waltzed the, uh, <laughs> right out the door and <laughs> off the steps. So how did, how did this come about? What, yeah. what brought this about, the, the, the partnership and the idea of... I mean, I get it. Branding, it, that alone right there is a huge deal. So but let's talk about how you guys did this. Um, so we don't only focus on brand. We do sure, focus sure. on so many other things. But I, I guess we could talk about how we found each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I used to work for an accelerator in Montreal. And mm -hmm. a lot of what we did was we supported entrepreneurs in Montreal who were trying to create an impact or trying to solve a problem. And um, I had created the Social and Collective Entrepreneurship Program with a number of people. And um, we were realizing that there were a lot of people coming in with problems that they want to solve in education. Mm -hmm. And so in education wholly, but not necessarily thinking about education as an industry. And so I connected with Roxanne. She, she's been working at tech for many, many years now, I think over five years at the time. And she came in as an expert and uh, we collaborated at that point. <laughs> I'm sure you'll, you'll probably pick it up. From yeah, there, so basically I had, um, prior to that, I had been a teacher in the classroom, then went back to school to get my master's and my PhD in education. And then at that time started working for an ed tech startup and spent five years building implementation and uh, content creation mm -hmm. aspects of the business. Um, learned so much over the course of five years that I realized, hey, maybe maybe I can do this f on my own. You know, mm -hmm. maybe I can do this um, well with Nikki actually. So when we met at her accelerator program, I was coming in as sort of a, an expert from the industry and giving my perspective on the pitches and on the homework that they were doing as a part of the program. Mm -hmm. 
And when I met Nikki, she was a part of that panel who's sort of giving pitch feedback. And she was like the Simon Cowell of the panel. <laughs> you, guys, I, you guys can't see her, but she's very cute and she's small. <laughs> but she packs a punch. And she would just give it to entrepreneurs straight, which is something that impressed me so much. Because mm -hmm. actually, you know, especially in education, we're... We try to be sensitive and we try to be mm -hmm. kind and that can hurt a lot of businesses because mm -hmm. they need the straight feedback. Sure. They mm -hmm. don't need the, oh, that's a great platform or that's very nice. Like that doesn't actually help anyone. Mm -hmm. So when I saw Nikki giving this like amazing advice, I thought to myself, if I'm going to partner with anyone, it's going to be with someone like her who's not going to beat around the bush and just give great business advice. So we were both leaving our organizations. We decided to team up and Pure and Applied was born two years ago. Um, and we're very proud to continue to work today to help edtech companies um, improve their implementation plans, their go-to-market strategies, mm -hmm. um, effectiveness reports, case studies, things like that. Basically, a lot of customer intelligence. Do you understand what teachers really want? Do you understand teachers at all? Right. Mm -hmm. Are they one big homogenous group, or do there are they actually you know have differences and unique aspects of things that they're looking for? Um, so that's how we try to help edtech companies think about education and about schooling. Mm. I mean, well, schools as well, because schools have different contexts within the right, United States, right. too. So we really focus on that. Well, and I think it's key. You know, I have no idea what the, what the education market, let alone ed tech market, is in Canada. But in the U.S., it is billions oh, of yeah. dollars. Mm -hmm. And we see companies start up and leave you know, within the same two years you guys have been doing, you know. Yeah. And for you guys to be able to provide the that kind of service that gives them the insight and it sounds to me like really what you guys do is you sort of challenge them you make sure that you know if i'm an ed tech company and i'm a startup and i'm going to come in and i'm going to start coming into the schools then i better know what i'm talking about Absolutely. right and and as an ed tech company am i really going to benefit educators am i really going to benefit mm -hmm. students with what I'm And is there going a problem that exists that your product is right. really solving? You know, right. there's yes. a lot of products out there um, that, you know, were just good ideas, good solutions, but they're not necessarily actually solving a real problem yeah. that exists um, in schools. So I think helping people to realize that, helping people to, you know, put, put their thinking about uh, their end users, their, the, you know, the real people at the other end of their business is the most important thing. And we try to do our best to help them really listen, actually yes. stop talking yep. and just listen really carefully to what people are saying and look for the no. Actually, yeah. we're going to be talking I about that a lot. I was going to say to your point about um, the problem being, I sometimes think they're too small. I mean, when you think about schools and their priorities, yep. sometimes you will not find a budget for it because it's mm -hmm. too small in right. scope. It's, it's only offering this one speckle. It's a solution, and it's not going to address an actual need that a teacher has, or a classroom has, or a school has. You know, you uh, knowing you're the Simon Cowell of the group. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's a good thing. Um, I, I'm in. This is my 29th year in education. I've done ed tech since token ring. You know, I've done it since there was nothing. <laughs> in, in our district in Arkansas, there was nothing. Mm -hmm. They actually hired me to, to do it, and that's why I stayed. Mm -hmm. And I've learned a lot. Um, and the thing that's happening is we've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on stuff we didn't need. Now, mm. I was just the tech director. So the, the curriculum side of it didn't come until they realized, wait, this guy probably knows. I was a, a band director, too, so I was a teacher. But uh, So it's really interesting. What I hear from your company is you're not um, sorry to tell them, don't waste these people's time. Yes. Yeah, don't, go, don't be the one that just makes the sale. It, it, and that's where we're coming to in education, and it's happening right now. We were having this conversation last year. Mm -hmm. More schools now go, I, I don't need what you're selling here. 
Um, and I've been lied to more than once. You're going to get this. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't need it in the first place. Yeah. And, and then I didn't get that. I mean, the well, first thing that we try to do is let them know they need to do their homework. What are the school's priorities? Can you meet them in any way? Do you meet them? If you don't, step back. Don't even bother them. Yeah. There's yeah. this idea that there's so much out there already. They put so much time and effort into their websites, being able to communicate how and what they may need. And that's actually one of the things that we start to think about when we're trying to figure out this workshop today. The more you can communicate what your needs are as a school, the easier it is to attract the right tools and solutions that you need for your school. So it's a two-way street. And so that's where branding comes in as an impactful way. But I mean, to your point, you're you're wanting to add something here. Well, I was just really picking up on this idea that, you know, sometimes you get sold things that you didn't think you were getting sold or that you may have been misled in some way. Um, And I think corporate social responsibility is something that's really important and really a part of our offering in every single way. Um, you have to lead with what you have and you have to sell exactly what you have. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that that's counter to a lot of the startup mentality of of like grow fast, fail fast, like do all these things. And while that is a strategy, it's not the only strategy to build a great business. Mm -hmm. And that's what we try to get across with people. So when we're talking to startups, we're saying, hey, if you've got a great idea, let's work really closely with one school even until we can see the value in what you're offering do they see it okay if they do then we have something to grow from mm-hmm. but actually starting small uh, proving the effectiveness of your tool in one place and then growing from there is actually the best way to go about it um, that's and awesome. not trying to aim at everything and everywhere right. and well, just I think the focus needs to be on effectiveness we need to be effective mm-hmm. in our yeah. solutions well and, and the moral is, and ethical ideas yeah. that you're pushing forward is exactly I, I do more work with the people that come to me and say listen don't waste this three thousand dollars on us or thirty thousand or three hundred thousand um, they become friends they become trusted confidants Absolutely. and down the road then we start to look at more so when we sit down to decide well we need this student data you know we can maybe reach out now back to this company that couldn't help us five years ago. Um, I love what you said about startups. You know, right now in education, uh, and you'll see it on the floor in the expo hall, um, I got round A funding, round C funding. I've got millions of dollars I have to spend, so I put in a climbing wall and a cereal bar and the bean bags. Schools are doing that also. (laughs) And the foosball tables. And and it's ping pong Thursday and it's chilly Wednesday. Um, Schools are falling into that trap. And we're seeing a lot of that going on. Well, I've got the desk. I've got the one-to-ones. I've got all the top titles of software that I need to have, but I'm still not achieving what I need to. Well, that's we just need to spend the money. Ah, so mm. we're getting into it's. It's really glad to hear where you guys are coming from. Yeah. yeah. And in my opinion, you're, you're going to go far. You know, and it's one of those things that you know we're going to reach these people. That's all we care about. It's mm-hmm. not about you know global domination but if it comes it's okay but <laughs> <laughs> well I, I think I think to me the key thing that you touched on is helping startups realize that they can get there not necessarily as quickly as they want to right startups you know like you want to you know make your money get in make your millions and walk away or do whatever it is and hopefully turn around and sell your company to Google right um, but instead build a relationship let it grow. You know, education is now. I, in my experience, uh, I've been in uh, in education. I've been out of it. You know, I've been not in education. I don't know how you say that. <laughs> I'm like, but I've, I've worked in other sectors. Let me put it that way. Um, and education is a weird beast. Um, at least from from my experience, and especially in in you know we're from Arkansas, and so especially in Arkansas, it's it's so crazy. But relationships and the word of mouth. 
will make or break a company in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's amazing how uh, close-knit educators can become. You know, yeah, they come to a conference and everybody is selling the silver bullet that's going to cure the world, right? And it's going to cure all your education woes. And then you get it and it turns out, you know, it's a dud or it's a blank or whatever. But if you find something that does work and yeah, we were a pilot for such and such and we tried it out and here here are the stumbling blocks we ran into, here are the problems we ran into, but they were very responsive. They fixed this or the other side, <clears throat> they didn't fix a particular thing. We have an example that we're both thinking Dealing of, with, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> where the company maybe didn't, hasn't fixed something that they've been promising. The word spreads fast. And so if you're on the good side of that and you guys are able to help them with the good yeah. side of that, they will eventually grow. Yeah. If they're on the bad side of that and refuse to fix the bad side of that, it works the same way. Yeah. They, they're going to be gone in two years. Well, I think there's a reason why we don't have a unicorn in this industry yet. It's just so complex. It's mm -hmm. so, so, so complex and you mm -hmm. need to accept it. You need to know how it works. And I think that's the number one thing I had to throw myself in is how does this industry work? Because I, like you, was not in the sector before. And yeah. so really understanding it, you realize that that's not the goal. The goal is to really service who you can in the capacity that you have. And it's mm -hmm. you're not actually going to have, be able to scale like any other industry can. You're not right. a fintech. You're not, you're not in health sciences. You and can't to also, do it to that extent. Right. Your solution is not just your product. You know, your solution mm -hmm. is your product and your service. Mm -hmm. And I think that whenever you're implementing or whenever you're integrating or collaborating with a school, you have to think about how you're going to really partner with them, you know? And it's, it's, a, it's a collaboration, it's a partnership, but it's like this company is now an extension of your school. Mm -hmm. And so they need to be ensuring that you get the experience that you want out of it. It's not just, you know, drop and deliver a product. It's, mm -hmm. it's, are the teachers and the students getting the experience that they expect out of it? And are the educational outcomes being seen? And if they're not, then you do need to go back to the drawing board and think about, can we deliver? If not, then we need to bow out. And if we can, if we can work together to see, okay, what are the outcomes? What are the metrics that are going to allow us to improve? Like, let's work together mm -hmm. to see if we can get somewhere over time by making small improvements, by working better together. Um, and if they can happen, great. But if you don't look at it as a partnership, as two organizations sort of coming together to help students and teachers on the ground every day, yep. then you've got it wrong. And that's really what we're trying to get across. Yeah. You hit so my key words there. I, I have to say that that's the way I've always been and that's the way I handle everything that comes across my desk where it's a hundred grand or a million dollars or if it's buying 20 more Chromebooks mm -hmm. how does it directly affect the student mm -hmm. and if that's that's this industry by the way this industry changes yeah. like the wind depending mm -hmm. on what the curriculum gurus decide is the new acronym for whatever or and what we priority is exactly now and we change just like, it'll change yes, school last exactly. nine months yeah. in the United States in yeah. nine months it will change mm -hmm. but the key thing to remember as a startup in education whatever you're selling books to backpacks to computers is how does it directly affect the student mm -hmm. but I love that you're teaching tech directors how to brand and that's where we are in my district and we've been here for a while and I, and I always say great what's the top five things you needed to do mm -hmm. and that's what I post to my administrators and my teachers tell me the top five things or ten things you needed to do and that's what we're going to address mm -hmm. because then I can reach out to the market and say we need to fix these problems mm -hmm. there you go. tell me what you know you have for me that are gonna fix these problems if you mm -hmm. can fix all five or ten great if you can fix three well we'll look at you mm -hmm. but yeah you know you you hit it on the head mm -hmm. what can we do for students because especially now mm -hmm. 
defining where the world is going and defining what's going to happen in our country and our world because we're getting this is one big giant blue marble and people forget that it all has to do with that it's mm -hmm. all about those kids that come in at three or four years of age and what we're doing for them I think it's great that you're talking about branding and you're, you're helping tech directors realize, and not just the companies, but the schools. The schools have to realize, too, I've got to tell you what I want. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. How many times people go to the doctor and they never tell them exactly how they feel? So the mm -hmm. doctor can't really cure you until you tell them exactly how I feel. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't tell them about that. Yeah, and, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I think you guys are on, super on the right track. I think it's really Thank awesome. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so really much. Yeah. yeah, I really do think of the brand as a tool that you can use internally as well, you know, and just like communicate mm -hmm. um, and change within your organization. Mm -hmm. So we're really hoping to, uh, to get that message across on Wednesday. So if you uh, are at FETC, we do hope that you come by and, and check out the session. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I, am, I am curious about one thing, though, I'm going to kind of poke and prod a little bit without naming names or getting specific. Have you have you had to have that, you know, um, as we say in the South, come to Jesus meeting with an organization, with, with, a, with a startup uh, who thought they were going to solve education's world problems? And you go, yeah, no, this isn't going to work at all. And and frankly, they, they, either, they either had to shift gears or closed up their doors and went, eh, yep, sorry. I think it happens often. I think it happens <laughs> every day. Um, oh, so you guys experience every that every day, really? I mean, well, to the extent of like, it, it, you need to focus on something. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the problem is so big, there's so ambition, and you can you can feel the passion. Sometimes I do say this: passion is not necessarily your compass. <laughs> um, and so, with that in mind, it's it's not necessarily like idea sucks. Let's just focus it a little bit more. Right. What could work? Mm -hmm. What could not? What would help you understand whether this is is going to work or not? Mm -hmm. And sort of trying to get them yeah. to frame it. Yeah. Massage I, it a little bit. That really, really helps and gets it a long way. But sometimes you're just like, you're really great at this. Like, this idea may not work for you in this industry. Yeah. Yeah. Can you I, call me once a week for like five minutes and just yell at me? Oh my gosh. <laughs> do you want to do a weekly stand up? <laughs> I really think that that's a, that's a way. She gets it, you know? That's yeah. a, she, she really does. Yeah. How, do you stay, how do you stay centered like that? That's a, see, I would do. <sighs> I'm all over the road. <laughs> this oh. is why we make such a great partnership. Is because you know I'm a realist. I'm a realist yeah. down to my core. She That's is. Awesome. She helps bring me down because I'm kind of an idealist. Sure. Mm -hmm. And so every once in a while, Nikki says, That's, "I don't know." That's actually. Yeah, he's what the, about you two? Yeah. I, that's, I'm, I'm more of the realist. Keep you know yeah. The, yeah. the even keel. Yeah, that's right. All I'm always right. like, hey, what about this? this yeah, is and be he's great. yeah. Yeah. Hey, so, we can have this big giant, yeah. but you inflatable know, booth in, thing. I'm like, in dude, defense, we need a table. And need the two. In our defense, but, is what, I call it the 90-10 rule. Is what mm. I call it, and it, it works both ways. Um, is it 90% realistic and 10% hoo hoo, or is it 90% hoo hoo and 10% realistic? And if I'm giving you 90% hoo hoo, then my job is to make it realistic. And so that changes my goals, depending. Mm -hmm. yeah. But luckily, you know, like I, like I said, you or David will eventually go, no, don't stop that. You know, you're getting crazy. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to say Verbally, that. he's never touched me. We can make it a <laughs> yeah, 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 there you go. <laughs> Jeff and I have known each other probably for... I don't know what, 10 years or yeah. so. Um, oh and I had a fro. Hashtag partner okay. goals. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a fro yeah, when we did. first <laughs> met each other. <laughs> I, I'm, I don't For those of you, because this is, um, you know, you, you've seen the emoji. You know, I don't have anywhere near that now. <laughs> Where are you going with this? I'm saying, we, we, oh, we you made me pull out all of my hair. Guys, <laughs> an to oh, us. so stop it. That's a, we're not really, but. Yeah, that's so if you notice your hair thinning, just. Take a breath. Take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you have to worry about that. No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Just so I got it. my mom's jeans there. Yeah. Hey, there you go. 
<laughs> the uh, that's you guys have a really interesting partnership yeah. that is really cool. refreshing, and I, I like the idea of everything. And so, okay, but first we do this. Folks that are listening to the show, we'll pop this out tonight, so it'll be in, out on the web forever. Um, that's, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you guys? So, give us your email addresses, Twitter accounts, you know, checking account. I would definitely number. say LinkedIn yeah, is, is LinkedIn. our number one. Okay. okay, our number one sort of social media, I guess. So okay. if you're if you're on LinkedIn or or Twitter, mm-hmm. um, so I'm uh, at Roxanne, uh, R O X A N N N D E S, the number four. G-E-S. Okay. <laughs> and I don't know my Twitter account, but you can, okay. you can connect with me on, on LinkedIn. My real name is Nikki Tasha, N-I-K-I-T-A-S-H-A Kapoor, K-A-P-O-O-R. Yes. Cool. Great. Yeah. Um, oh, here's some stickers. We like oh right. stickers. Oh, a little, little parting Yay. gift for putting up so, with us. Very I'm, uh, cool. Putting up. And thanks for coming by. Time. Thank you so yeah. much for having me. You've been listening to a conversation recorded during the FETC 2019 conference in Orlando, Florida. Thanks for listening.